Good morning. Good morning. Today's reading is from Matthew 28, verses 16 to 20. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the end, to the very end of the age. Good morning. Uh, this morning we are beginning a, a new short uh, sermon series based on uh, these verses in Matthew 28. And these were some of the last words that Jesus spoke to his disciples face to face. And therefore they are wor words of you know, hi the highest uh, importance. Uh, that uh, we have been sent to baptise people, to baptise people, uh, bringing people to a total commitment to Jesus, which uh, uh, baptism points to, to teach them, loving God, to direct the way they live their lives, every bit of it. Uh, and then this strong, encouraging assurance that Jesus would be with them. Jesus Emmanuel, God with us. And the motivation for going is rooted in Jesus' sacrifice on the cross and his conquest of death. Jesus said all authority is given, on heaven and earth is given to me, therefore go, therefore go. Earlier in uh, Matthew's Gospel, you perhaps remember that uh, we read how Satan tried to tempt Jesus by promising him authority, something Jesus rejected. Jesus knew that his authority came from his Father, and his, that authority, that full authority would be given to Jesus when he had completed the work on the cross. On the cross Jesus cried out, it is finished. His work had been completed. And evidence of that victory and authority came three days later when Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus' authority is complete and he can therefore give this commission, go, go. And Jesus really means what he said. Go means go. You know, the first thing Jesus uh, said to his new followers were, come and follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And this message was consistent through Jesus' three years of earthly ministry. Making fishes of men. And here at the end, the message is consistent. We need to go. We need to go. We've got to share this good news with people around us. 
You also perhaps remember this story of how Jesus appeared to his disciples after his resurrection. Whilst the disciples, you know, uh, they, they hid away. They were uh, in, a, in a kind of bad shape. They were fearful and anxious. And Jesus appeared to these fearful disciples and said, Peace be with you. We know peace is the greatest antidote to fear. They were not kind of completely convinced, so again Jesus said, Peace be with you. And then Jesus said to them, As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And then he breathed on them and he said, Receive the Holy Spirit. What does being sent by Jesus mean for you in your daily life? Let me say that again. What does being sent by Jesus mean for you in your daily life? And Jesus said, receive the Holy Spirit. As I'm sure you will know, we have been marking Pentecost over these last few weeks, and we have particularly remembered how the Holy Spirit came upon and filled the believers in the early church. And that's on the back of Jesus having promised them that they would receive power when the Holy Spirit came upon them in order to share their faith with others. Purpose of the fire of the Holy Spirit in our lives is deeply connected to our role of fulfilling the Great Commission. But my question is, anyone here who finds it very, very easy to share the faith with others. It's natural, it's something you do five times a day. <laughs> Possibly not, not many of us, maybe one or two of you, you know, you are just really keen and really good at it. And I would love to speak to you later on. Um, uh, but it's not easy, is it? So therefore, the second question is, anyone here who could do with a bit more power? in order for us to be able to share our faith with others. And Jesus said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Lord, I just pray that you would come by your Spirit and fill us with your power. Fill us with your Holy Spirit afresh. So that we may have power, more confidence, more courage to share Jesus, share this good news with people around us, our neighbours, our work colleagues, our family members, young and old. Holy Spirit, come and fill us up. We so need you. We so need you. Now, evangelism isn't easy. It's interesting to, to notice that some of Jesus' closest people doubted him. They struggled. They struggled with the idea, among other things, the idea of going and telling. You know, it's easy to go on a guilt trip, isn't it? When we talk about evangelism, I mean, we often talk about that going and sharing our faith. And it's easy to feel quite guilty because we don't, we know it's important, but we kind of struggle. And one helpful phrase I've come across recently related to the idea of sharing faith is this phrase, minimize guilt and maximize, maximize grace. Minimize guilt, maximize grace. Try not to feel guilty for not sharing faith, but rather look for opportunities to get equipped, to learn, 
to have a go, to try it, to try it, to see faith sharing as something that can be so rewarding for your own faith and relationship with God. And as most of you know, throughout this summer, this summer months, we are providing opportunities to come together to do some faith sharing and to pray for our local community. Uh, 10, 11 of us, we met yesterday morning, didn't we? Philippa and me. We went around and just very simply prayed for Narborough Road and Shaftesbury School and local businesses and residential streets. And it was great. And this coming Saturday, we're going to gather uh, to go out and do some faith sharing, to connect with people and to listen to their story and perhaps share a little bit about our story of faith. Why not come along 10 o'clock this coming Saturday? Maxima maximize grace. You know, I think the greatest motivation for engaging in evangelistic work is to realize the amazing work Jesus has done in our lives. We are rescued people. We have a relationship with God who we can speak with and who can speak to us. We have the assurance of His presence both in this life and the next. And let me say this, that I believe that an enthusiasm for evangelism doesn't start with evangelism. Instead, enthusiasm for evangelism begins with us being enthusiastic for Jesus. Enthusiasm for evangelism begins with an enthusiasm for Jesus. You know, we have good news to share because we have got Jesus to share with you. Church leader and theologian John Stott once said that nothing shuts the mouth of Christians as much as having nothing to say. How have you experienced your faith as good news? How have you experienced your faith as good news? And who can you share your story with? Perhaps this week, this month. As Christians, we know that a church isn't primarily a building. It is a description of a group of people who gather together to be built up in their faith so that they might better live it out in their everyday lives. And I believe that a church without witnessing and evangelism has lost its heart. Because that's why we are here. We must stay on course. Evangelism, witnessing, identifies us as the people of God. More people need to come to know Jesus because he is so wonderful. And I quite like what uh, Archbishop Justin Welby once said, that the best decision anyone can ever make at any point in life, in any circumstances, whoever they are, wherever they are, is to become a disciple of, of Jesus Christ. There is not a better decision for a human being in this life. Any human being. Do we really believe this? 
Here at the Martyrs, we are trying to be a disciple-making community, to help each other to center our lives on Jesus and feel equipped and motivated to help others to follow Him. And you know, it's quite encouraging to read recent kind of research about where people are at in terms of faith and God, etc. By and large, people in the UK, they do have a desire for belonging and fulfillment. Most are not as irreligious as one might think. People are open to talk about spiritual things and most people think positively of Christians they know. Isn't that good? In fact, research shows that non-Christians of all ages like those Christians they know. You are likable. They like you. They like you. They are much more likely to describe us as Christians as friendly, caring or generous with very small proportion saying that the Christian they know is homophobic, uptight or hypocritical. And only 6% of young people thought that the Christian they knew was boring. <laughs> only 6% of you are boring. No. Uh, you know, people are willing to engage, willing to listen. We have a story we can share. We have a story that needs telling. We tell people that God loves them, that Jesus came to bring us life in abundance, about his death on the cross and him rising from the dead, about God's presence in our lives today through his spirit who helps us and strengthens us. And we tell them how God has changed our lives. We invite people to come along to shape, to our home groups, to Mother's Union, to Alpha that we will run again this autumn. It doesn't have to be complicated. It shouldn't be. God wants to use us just where we are with the personality, gifts and talents we have. So to end, as we go forward over the next, next few months, we will continue to encourage everyone here to be praying regularly for people in their lives that don't know Jesus as yet. Praying for the five initiatives. We will continue with that. We're going to continue to reach out to our community, pray for our community, and do faith sharing. We are, over the next couple of months, going to give opportunities for some of you to come up here to share how you came to faith. Because your story needs to be told. We want to keep going with this because Jesus is worth it. And Jesus wants us to. Therefore, go. And I don't know whether you can see this uh, prayer. It's quite a small font. Uh, but if you do, I would like to welcome you to uh, join me in praying this prayer. Thank you, Father God, that we are your church the body of Christ in the world. We are grateful for our Sunday life and the worship that trips us for the days we are apart. Help us to see afresh the possibilities of our everyday lives as ambassadors for you. May we know your presence with us in the pressures and the potential of the week. 
Help us to leave traces of grace wherever we are and whatever we do. Amen. And Father, I do pray, as we prayed earlier, that your Holy Spirit would come and fill us up. Lord, this is a huge task. But Lord, we so want to reflect you to people around us. We so want to, in words and deeds, point people to you, Jesus. We so desire to see more people come to faith. Lord, help us. Help us this week to open our mouth, to say something about you, Jesus, to people around us. None of us are experts, Lord. We all find it quite challenging. But I pray for your grace and I pray for your spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen.